Welcome to Raising Joyful and Resilient Black Children podcast, where we bridge conversations from parenting to child well-being and social justice, and provide resources and tools for parents connected to the research that matters to us and our community. I'm Dr. Sharita Butler-Barnes. And I'm Dr. Valerie Edwards-Bass. Today, we'll be talking about our new podcast with our special guest, Dr. Jacqueline Duget. Let's get started. So today on the show, we are very excited to have Dr. Jacqueline Duget with us. She's a producer and creator of our podcast. She's joining us for a conversation about reimagining what is Black to create this very new show. Welcome. Hi, Jackie. Welcome to Raising Joyful and Resilient Black Children. Hi, Sharina Valerie. I am so excited to be here with you all. Yeah, we're excited to have you. So we're super excited. Absolutely excited. And so I guess we want to start off with your vision, right? And so why did you decide to reimagine a podcast before it was What is Black? And now it is Raising Joyful and Resilient Black Children. And so why did you want to reimagine a podcast? I think it's really in the name itself, right? I was thinking about intent. You know, these last couple of months, I've been really leaning into Michelle Obama's new book, The Light We Carry and Oprah Winfrey. And even before that, really thinking about why the podcast was even developed, right? It was really developed out of my need to try to find a way to talk to my Black sons about racial identity, given the context of them being Black men and, you know, racism, And over the last couple of years, you know, dealing with the pandemic and dealing with um, the aftermath of police shootings, um, public lynchings of Black bodies, it got really heavy, right? And so the topics that I was talking about, though they were very important and, and great guests, and you all were guests on those shows as well, they were trying to really trying to figure out like, okay, We were talking about the culture that we live and exist as Black people and trying to raise kids. But I felt like I don't think there was enough joy in there, right? They were serious topics and they needed to be serious topics. And I think we'll continue to talk about serious things. But I was like, I was getting exhausted. And I'm getting emotional now, right, thinking about it. You know, after George Floyd's death, you know, and like you all, I mean, a lot of people asked how do I talk to my kids about being Black? And a lot of the people who asked were not Black, they were white. And it got to the point where it's like, I'm having difficulty explaining this to my own kids and my own self. And then the extra to do to explain it to other families, which I think was still important. But but, but all all that to say is I wanted to, again, I was getting tired and wearied And I'm like, you know, I need joy again, right? And I think after doing the episode about Black joy, I was like, we need to, I need to put that into the podcast, but how do I do? I needed some time. I need to take some time away from the, from the podcast to try to figure out how can I reimagine it so that it's one that something I want to continue doing. Cause I really considered, I seriously considered stopping when it's Black because I was like, what, what, am I really contributing anything if I'm, if I'm drained and then I asked you wonderful ladies. And that that was really the impetus of it. I love your perspectives. I love your um, the work that you all do. And I figured, you know what? I think it's better as a collective, as a creating community. And I think the podcast with new hosts and new fresh thoughts creates community. Um, and then I also definitely wanted to 
have more parent voices, which I didn't have before. And I had always strived to do that. But, you know, again, it's really about being intentional to make sure that we create something as a community that really um, does infuse joy and resilience. So that's that's my long answer to that question. Sure, sure. But it's good for us to know and for your listeners to know. So thank you for not giving up on what is Black. Absolutely. I do believe that it was just such a contributory space, not just to highlight the research, but to connect with the community during this period of time that you've been describing. So we do have some additional questions for you, Jackie, but before we ask you those additional questions, I do want to see if you would tell us a little bit more about yourself. Can you tell us a little bit more about who you are? Tell us, you know, your mother. We hear that you're a doctor. What kind of doctor are you? And yeah, tell us a little bit more about yourself for our new listeners and to remind older listeners, our veteran listeners, before we go on to talk a little bit more about how we've all come together. Oh, certainly. So I'm a pediatrician. Um, and for the most part, I've practiced either clinically or in the public health space. Um, so, you know, so I've done run the gamut, you know, diagnosing colds and prescribing antibiotics um, to actually, you know, talking about sexual and reproductive health issues, mental health issues, all the, the whole gamut of being a pediatrician. Thank you, Jackie, for sharing that with us, because I think it's important to, you know, we want to talk about how I came, this is Dr. Valerie Adams-Bass, how I came to be a co-host, and I'm terribly excited to be here. That doesn't sound right. I'm joyfully excited to be here as a co-host. And just wanted to share a little bit about our backgrounds um, and sharing, as you said, becoming a community to really talk about raising joyful, joyful and resilient children. And so it's good to hear that you, as a pediatrician, you see children from, I'm guessing, from birth to teens to young adult. Are those your patients? typically, and parents who you service? Yeah, yeah. so we'll see, um, well, I I see kids from birth till even sometimes 23, right? So even Mm. emerging young adulthood. Okay, cool. That's good to hear because we want our listeners to understand that sometimes we'll focus on early childhood and other times we will be talking about those 21, 22, and 23-year-old young adults who are indeed our children. So thank you, Jackie, for your service as a pediatrician and for having us here and and jumpstarting What is Black as well as our newly reimagined Raising Joyful and Resilient Black Children. Sharita, do you want to tell us a little bit about who you are? Absolutely. And I just want to kind of echo what you said, too. Jackie, I am so happy that you did not give up on this vision because I think that it is important for you to know why I wanted to even come to this space. And so I, too, like Dr. Valerie, I'm a developmental psychologist and I focus a lot and do a lot of research with Black families and look at things such as racial identity and racial socialization. And then so for me, you know, doing the science is always great, but just having a space and being with collective minds and being with Black women to be able to talk about this and give parents advice and to create a space where we all can be vulnerable and we all can sort of talk about what's going on, but also recognizing the importance of being joyful and resilient. And so I'm really happy that you did not give up on this. And sometimes, you know, one of the things that I always say is not sometimes I think that we do this work better together. And so I am 
absolutely thrilled to be here. But that's a little bit about me. I'm a professor at WashU, and I am a huge fan of Dr. Um, Valerie's work as well. So, yeah, I think that this is going to be great. And this is one of the reasons why I wanted to be a co-host, because it's important for me to take the work that I'm doing and make sure that I am almost always valuing the voices of parents and that I am not missing important information. And also by being a parent, I think it's great that we sort of share tips, be there for each other, talk about difficult conversations, but also talk about and be joyful. I think that's particularly important. And so you also mentioned though, Jackie, because I was taking notes around, you know, bringing on different guests, you know, having, you know, talking about the conversation with the talk, racial identity, racial socialization, uh, even racial trauma. What other topics you think will be covered or during this podcast? What other topics would you want to see covered? Oh, there, there is so much that I'm looking forward to you all really um, digging into. And I think what's going to be great about this reimagined podcast is that before there were just for the most part, single episodes to go over a topic. And I don't think there was really a lot of time to dive into the topic as much as we could. So I, I'm really seeing that we're going to have like mini episodes, mini series within the podcast, right? So we have two to three episodes to go over topics, talking about what it's like to raise Black girls, um, Black boys, talking about raising children with special health care needs, talking about... I'm trying to think. I know we have the list of topics, but those are those are like some examples of what we're going to talk about. And I think what's really nice as well is that besides just the topics that we cover, like you mentioned, um, Dr. Sharita, this idea of we're really going to provide tools and resources, right? Mm-hmm. Tip, you know, creating tip sheets that we can then take from the podcast and put on the website for additional resources for parents, right? And also packaging that information for parents in our social media. And as we advance, right, hopefully creating more um, digital content videos that um, engage with, with families. Yeah. So, but I think, you know, I think starting, you know, this is really like sort of a rebuild as well. It's like, okay, how do we, like you said, it's to do it by yourself. It's going to be difficult, right? You really need that village, really Absolutely. Need that, com- that, that community. So those are some ideas. As Dr. Sharita said, I'm also a fan of hers. We, we are both, developmental psychologists and have cited each other time and again and and doing research. And really, we both do a kind of applied research where we try to take into consideration Mm -hmm. uh, and are thoughtful about the children and the families that we work with. Right. And I think for me, being involved and being excited about being co-host is um, really, to me, an extension of my my identity as a researcher. I started out as a practitioner, quite honestly. I started out working in out-of-school time, mm. after-school time programs with families in urban communities, large cities, and often was modifying the curriculum that was the standard, hearing from teachers, that's not going to work with my students, and trying to figure out what would work. So I was you know, an informal researcher before I became a trained researcher and moved into becoming a developmental psychologist. And that that start, that foundation always has me thinking about my research in a way that says, how can I get this back to the community? So that is one of the reasons I'm excited about being a co-host, because, you know, in academia, we often write for other academics. And it may not ever reach a parent other than those of us who are also parents and researchers. So I 
am committed to the idea of how can I translate this research? And there's the research that we know that works and we've been able to replicate someone else's study or someone's been able to replicate our study to say like, this is a great approach and other people should use it. And then there's some research that gives us breadcrumbs, right? Or information that gives us breadcrumbs or the community speak to us and say, this is what we need to understand and we need more of. So being a part of raising joyful and resilient Black children means that we get to have practical conversations, right? We, we get to talk mm -hmm. to parents. We get to bring them into the conversation with us. We get to bring our research into the conversation with the parents to say, you know, what you're experiencing with your child at school, at work, really is something that we research. And here's some information we can share with you to help you work through or to elevate or to affirm what you're experiencing. And I think for Black children, and Black parents, that doesn't happen enough. So I'm I'm super excited to, to connect research with practice. That's one of the things I like to say. I, I love to connect research with practice. I'm in practice with research. So and I feel like this podcast provides us that opportunity and we always need it, but especially in this moment when we are so often mourning and, and forgetting to um, elevate our joy because we have been experiencing so many difficulties and challenges as a community of parents during this period of time. Yeah, yeah. And you know, Valerie, you make me also think of like it's a couple of things. And so I don't have a practitioner background, but I knew that I wanted more from being a scientist. I knew that when parents were, you know, contacting me, whether it's at the PTO meeting at my, you know, daughter's school about, you know, hey, how do you have the talk or how do you have a conversation and asking about programming? I knew that the work that I was doing was really meant for my colleagues and I wanted to do something different. And so I think this, well, I know that this podcast provides this space. And also what I'm most excited about is that I think this is a space where we can really talk about the intersectional experiences of Black children and Black families because they're not a monolith. And I even think within our own discipline, Black families are viewed in this monolith way. And I think that, you know, through engaging with parents and having conversations and having this space, we could then begin to present to folks sort of the diaspora of Black families and what that looks like. And we could begin to have like these honest conversations. So um, that's what I am most thrilled about, Jackie. And so you also got me thinking because just going back to like some of the topics we're going to cover, um, this idea of how do we parent, right? So you talk about this monolith, typically we're seen as a monolith. And so I put out to some of my colleagues, pediatric colleagues, you know, hopefully to recruit some future guests about this idea of, you know, talking about gentle parenting, right? These different parenting styles. And it really, I mean, it kind of like exploded in terms of people conversation on, amongst the listserv of my colleagues about how culture does impact how we parent, right? So yeah. definitely want to dive into that because I think I think for a lot of us, right, even as a practitioner, as a pediatrician, I sometimes forget how, you know, there's there's the stuff that we're taught to like tell parents. And sometimes when we, we talk down to parents and not really mm -hmm. understand the context and culture is a context. So definitely talking more about that as well. And I'm hoping as well that, you know, caregivers as well as other providers who are responsible for caring for families will also benefit from these important conversations that you all will have. That's an interesting perspective, Jackie, and thank you for sharing that. I'm interested in hearing from you, Jackie, a little bit more 
So I heard you talk about culture and also Sharita saying, you know, the black family, the black experience is not a monolith. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I teach my media class, I always ask my students, what is black? That's the other reason I love the name of the, you know, the former (laughs) podcast. Like, what is black? What is blackness? Let's unpack this. I'm curious when you are there topics, Jackie, that come to mind for you in relation to the parents or the children you see that you feel like, wow, this comes up in my practice as a pediatrician and it's something that needs to be talked about in addition to culture? Oh, most definitely. I mean, I've definitely had conversations with parents who've asked for, we call culturally congruent providers, right? In terms of Mm. referrals, right? So they want a provider if it's a mental health provider, even some specialists as well that look like them, understand their religious background, language, right? So that's, I think, how culture comes into play. And also life situations. So if we have a patient that comes in, you know, we're, we're screening not only for what we call social determinants of health, right? Um, there is there a concern about de- de- um, intimate partner violence or domestic violence in the home? Is there any concern about food insecurity, okay. access to transportation, you know, that we also we also have an understanding that we don't stereotype people either, mm. right? So in our, right. and probably in your field as well, right, in, pedi- in pediatrics, right, the data that's presented, right, the data usually is presented with Black kids and families having a deficit, right? There's a disparity. Right. Unfortunately, yes. Right, and, then, yeah. and even the science, right, like we treat people, we treat patients differently, like lab reports, right? There was, there's race-based medicine, and so, you know, if, so when families don't trust us, we give them recommendations for immunizations or medical treatment. We also have to understand the historical and cultural context in which that distrust comes out. So, so I think that's important. I, I mean, and I want to hear that from parents. Yeah, no, I mean, that's such a difficult topic. And I, I'm glad that you're bringing that up. And, and this idea, you know, that, you know, in our field as well. And I think, you know, what we haven't said is, you know, Sharita and I both work, you know, as developmental psychologists to elevate the experiences of Black children and families. Mm -hmm. But even within our field, (laughs) there's an uproar and a pushback on the science and the care that we give and attention and our approach, like the the paradigms and theories that we use to to move away from a deficit approach around how Black children and families thrive and why resilience is such an important variable for their lives, their livelihood, and and how they excel socially and academically. So, yes, there are scholars in our field who, you know, to this day would say, would dispute, if you will, the science that we use, the theories that we, that, that are principal to our work. So, Take this idea of race-based science, race-based um, social science, certainly in the field of psychology, you know, a oh, deficit and orientation, right? Historically, yeah. you know, just recently yeah. the American Psychological Association apologized for the just legacy recently. of race, just, like yes. within the last year, since a um, year and a half, just publicly apologized for the inherent yes. racism as an organization, as well as the science overall. So, um, excited to hear from parents. And I think, you know, some of the research shows that when it comes to racial socialization and having the talk or facilitating, you know, your parenting, right, as your children or as you're having these racial encounters at the doctor's office or at school, some parents 
don't necessarily know how to articulate that. So Jackie, that's this right. idea that you want to hear from parents, right, Sharita, some parents, that's right. um, in some of our interviews and our qualitative work show that that's there are right. parents who, one, some don't know how to articulate it. Yes. Others, you know, are hesitant to share that with their children, right? That, yes. that this is something that I'm managing every day as I try to raise you and ensure that you have the space to be a child as well as raise you with these protective factors around racism and racial encounters. So uh, it's dynamic. <laughs> it's a dynamic yeah. process and, and it's work, right, to, to document that from a social science perspective. Absolutely. And one other thing I wanted to just add to that is that, you know, in a very recent sort of data that I have, in addition to what you said, that and Black parents are also having, dealing with their own race-related trauma and their own experiences. And so if they're sort of traumatized by it, they feel less confident to even engage in conversations about race. They're nervous to bring things up. And so this is why I think that it's important, you know, we have this space to talk about all of sort of the variation in language, the variation in how people feel so that we'll be able to sort of provide assistance. And I think it's great that, you know, it's a, you know, we're in a space where it's two developmental psychologists, so we can sort of help them unpack that. But like you said, it's also good for our science too. I mean, we're still mm -hmm. sort of struggling with the Modihan model, that report. Yes. That sort of uh -huh. disparaged single black mothers. And so that yep. and we black have families. to intentionally <laughs> tear and dismantle that. And that thought process still permeates. So I'm happy this space can begin, you know, we can begin to be disruptors and highlight this idea of raising joyful and resilient Black children. Yeah, definitely. And I think what's also exciting, right, you have these, you have us both as developments of psychologists, we have you, Jackie, behind the scenes, but also your experience as a pediatrician. I think what's right. also important is really to think about, to begin to provide those resources for parents, right? So I, I remember I was as myself involved in um, a mentoring program for middle school black girls. And the father was, you know, um, came and he brought his daughter and he said, you know, I'm, you know, I don't, I didn't go to college and all these things And college is not the only pathway to financial responsibility and stability, but it is one pathway. But all in all, he was saying, you know, I'm bringing my daughter here because I want her to be you when she grows up, right? That's what he was saying to this organization and this group of women. And so he was saying, I, and he, he was very frank and said, I don't have these resources, but I know my daughter needs them, right? And so I think, you know, they're the parents who have the resources, who can make the connections. We want to chat with you. We want to invite you to be a part of this conversation. And then there are the parents who may not have the resources or may not be aware of the resources so our ability to have mm -hmm. conversations amongst ourselves, uh, to bring yeah. parents along, um, to allow parents sometimes to lead, and also to say, here are some resources and some documents that are going to help you to manage your trauma or to manage the conversations that you're going to need to have with that teacher or that principal or to That's manage right. the conversation you're going to need to have with their pediatrician. So mm -hmm. our goal is to, you know, and, and, and thinking about the resilience and the joy, because when we have the talk, we're often having the talk from a place of protection and safety. And that's part of sort of that resilience uh, trunk of resources, but we also want to talk about those joyful resources That's and right. how we celebrate them and how we allow them to be children. So this is the space where we get to do both. We get to have a both and 
you know, we get to say, yes, we've got this going on here, but let's also talk about what's going on that's delightful and what resources um, we can bring into this conversation consistently. That's right. That's right. Oh my gosh. That's absolutely. And it can be beneficial for practitioners and pediatricians and others who listen as well too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're just, I think we just have lots to talk about, lots to unpack. There are times, as you said, Jackie, where there'll be a series of conversations about a topic because we just won't have enough time in one sitting. And then there'll be opportunities where we can just bring it all to you and say, see you next time. So we're excited to be together. We're excited to learn from one another, to share, you know, from the conversations that we have with our colleagues and with those research communities, as well as those parent communities to which we belong. So let's be here for each other. Let's talk about the things that matter to our community and let's bring to you, let's bring to our parents and to our, into this space, the research that is often unknown when we walk Mm -hmm. into the classroom or we walk in and sit down with our doctors. We're excited to be that space for you. Yes. Anything else you want to add, Jackie, before we prepare for our exit or? Yeah, I'm just. (laughs) Because we don't want to keep you here all day. We could be talking all day. (laughs) Yeah, right. We could. I'm just I'm just excited. And I think just I'm just so excited to to work with um, both of you all. And I think our listeners will will enjoy as well. And then also just wanted to let people know that we are going to definitely have parent voices involved as well. We're going to introduce our parent squad over the next couple episodes. So that should be fun too. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you, ladies. It's, it's been a pleasure. It's been yeah, a pleasure as exciting. well. And, and, you know, I just have to say, I'm so excited that we're kicking this off in Black History Month. That's right. I'm so, so yes. excited. It is happy Black History Month. Um, come join us. Just revel in our joy and just add to the list of people, places, and things that are Black and can help you to, again, elevate the joy. Yes. And this is Raising Joyful and Resilient Black Children. And again, it's part of the Alive Podcast Network. And I am Dr. Sharita Butler-Barnes. And I am Dr. Valerie Adams-Bass. Thank you all for listening. This podcast was created and produced by Jackie Dujay, our guest this evening. And our podcasts are edited by Manny Simon of Vita Productions. Have a great day. Thank you. rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever you listen to podcasts. Go to whatisblack.co that's whatisblack.co for parenting resources and tools. While you're there, you can sign up for our monthly newsletter. That's right. And you can also follow us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and at whatisblack. Thank you again. Thank you.